Hello and welcome to Sorella Live. I'm Lila Cuoco Miller. And I'm Elisa Cuoco Zinn. And we are the Cuoco Sisters. A sister team uniting women from all ethnic backgrounds. A ministry dedicated to bringing a message of hope and equipping women to walk confidently in Christ. We are passionate about teaching women just like you how to move mountains by using the Word of God and the power of prayer. So we invite you to come and join us at our table of sisterhood. Hello and welcome to Sorella Live. For those of you that don't know us, I'm Lila Cuoco Miller. And I'm Elisa Cuoco Zinn. And we are the Cuoco Sisters. Tonight we are so honored to have Missy Pittman with us. But before I go into a full bloom <laughs> intro, Elise is going to talk a little bit about our book, I Cried and He Heard Me, from our author series. We are doing an author series um, on our podcast here where we're highlighting each of the 31 powerful authors. In this book, you will find testimonies from powerful women all over America who share their story of when they were crying and God heard them and he restored them, redeemed them, and healed them. Amen. We hope that you find encouragement as you listen to each one of these testimonies. Tonight, our special guest, like Lila said, is Missy Pittman. That's right. And I'd like to just talk a little bit about her background. She has a very rich background. She's been through many things and God has truly blessed her through the years and even now more than ever. As I'm reading her chapter again today, I was so encouraged and so inspired about how God can take some moments that are dark in our life and just turn them around and, uh, and do what he has done in Missy's life. For yeah. over 18 years, Missy Pittman has been a top producing multi-million dollar producing real estate agent in the Tulsa metro area. Wow. She has developed a strong sense of devotion to helping others. And the theme of her business model is professional service, professional care, or personal care, which she has endeavored to incorporate into her everyday life in helping others. So not only is she doing business, and she's very good at it, and God is blessing her, but she's wow. taking these opportunities to minister to people as they come into her life, as God brings them into her path. And that is really powerful. Not yeah. many people do that. Missy holds a degree in business management, and is a graduate of Rama Bible College. After serving in the ministry for 15 some years, she went through a painful divorce and several years later dealt with a child struggling with addiction, which ultimately led to, led to him committing a crime and serving time in prison. Wow. Those life challenges changed her and framed her future, pushing her to become all that God has called her to be. And I am excited to hear about this story. Me Today, too. Missy resides in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma with her husband, Rob. Her greatest accomplishment is joy and joy is being a mom to her three sons. Missy, welcome. And Thank why don't you? you I'm so excited to be here with you. Such Amen. an awesome opportunity. It, when you're talking, it made me think because since this book has come out, I've had people... Uh, that I've talked to on the phone or send messages, just talking about how the book ministered to them, my part, but also other people. And, and that's the purpose of doing that because it's not like, let's just put out a book and see what happens. There's purpose behind it. And yeah. so everything that I involve myself in 
it has to have a purpose and I have to feel like it's, I'm a part of this purpose for a reason. So, you know, there are 31 of us who wrote in this book for a purpose and for a reason. And so it's so funny that you said about, you know, um, my work, because my work is what I do. It's a part of me. My work doesn't define me. I'm so grateful for the opportunities I've been given and I've been so blessed in the natural, but, you know, spending time in the ministry, that wasn't a part of my life that was over ended just because of circumstances that happened Mm -hmm. in my life. But God has allowed me to continue that on. And through a career in real estate, I've been able to minister to people for the entire 19 years. The, some of the circumstances I've been in would blow you away. How opportunities I've had to minister to people, to be there for them in time. And not only that, or that they see, uh, because a, a theme in my life is, and I'm a simple person in some regards, but God has shown himself big to me in so many different ways through little means. In the book, I talk about a little bit how when I was younger, going through different things, you know, my father died when I was 10 years old, mm-hmm. suddenly a heart attack, and my mom wow. was left to raise my sister and I. And it wasn't easy, but we were we were raised in church our entire life. We knew God had a relationship with God. And it's those times and things that he showed himself big just through the little things that have brought me where I am today, because we all go through circumstances. We all go through trials. We all are going to have heartache in our life, but in everybody it's framed and presented differently. Some are extreme. Some circumstances we go through are extreme. Never in a million years did I think I would be a person that was divorced Never in a million years did I think I would have a child who end up serving time in prison. Mm. Those are hard things to talk about because yeah. they're heartbreaking. I can remember being that person who thought, what kind of parent would allow their, their child to do this or to get that far? You know, and now I've come back. I'm a humble person because when you go through life, it, uh, things in life, it changes you. Yeah. It directs, it redefines, it changes, it changed me for the better. The harder things that I went through and had to go through and experience, I go all the way back to my childhood where God was there. I talk about in the book, a simple thing, but to me, it was life-changing. I was young. Um, uh, I had lost my retainer. I could not find my retainer. And my mom was, she had no money. And she's like, your teeth are going to go back crooked. So you might want to get your retainer. And so I was, you know, I was working a job at the time. I was, I was like, I don't have the money right now to get that. I'm going to have like fang teeth. (laughs) (laughs) And so I remember being looked for this retainer the entire day, could not find it anywhere. I'm like, where is my retainer? Search everywhere in my room. I'm in the shower and I, and I'm praying to the Lord, Lord, please help me find this retainer. I'm getting out of the shower, drying off. And he spoke to me in the clearest thing to look inside my drawer in a pair of underwear. Wow. I'm not kidding you. I dried off, went into this drawer. I'd already been in this drawer and I'd already emptied it out. (laughs) Go to the drawer inside a pair of underwear is my retainer. Wow. So, you know, that's such a weird thing, but to me, it was life changing. And I can't tell you the times through my life that the Lord has And I guess he meets us where we are. He knows where we are, what level that we're on. And so time and time again, that he showed himself through the little things. And so it's interesting. I actually had no intentions of talking about this because it's, it's a time in my life that was hard for not only me, for my son. So going through what we did with him 
Um, he did get messed up with drugs and it was just a long process and, and made bad decisions and choices that ultimately caused him to serve time in prison. And so you both are mothers and you know it, the most heartbreaking things happen when something bad happens to your child. When it's something like this is such an extreme and you can't do yeah. anything about. I can remember a time that my son, he had been sentenced and he was waiting in, in a place, an assessment center. He was there for a couple of weeks. We couldn't talk to him. Um, he, it, he was in a, a cell for 23 hours a day, got out for one hour a day. And this was for two weeks. They were assessing him, trying to figure out where he was to go. Couldn't talk to him. Uh, he called me once and said, mom, help me, get me out of here. I can't do this. And I remember the feeling God. that I will never forget as long as I live. It was God. as if I had literally been stabbed. Oh my God. I couldn't do that for him. But what I did was I immediately prayed, Lord, right now, send your ministering angels to encompass where he is in that room immediately as we speak. Long story short, I didn't find this out until later. So my son um, was in there for two weeks. It was, a, it was the winter time. He would talk about how he'd wake up and the water in this toilet was frozen. They didn't have heater air in this. Wow. In and he'd see his breath and stuff. And so he was, the reality was setting in for him. This is what's happening to me. I'm, I've been sentenced. I'm going to literal prison. And so he was out. He finally it took a couple of days to realize you only have an hour out. Make the best of that time. He tried to call us and couldn't get us. And so you literally have to take a shower, do everything in this hour. So he said that after the third day he was out and when he was out, he saw a table in the corner with a Bible sitting on it. And so he stole it. <laughs> he stole the Bible and took it back into his cell. Yeah. And when he was there for two weeks, he read the entire Bible a time and a half through and wow. just talk about that later, how that changed his life, you know, and I think about how God, you know, the, the ways that he carried for me, he's done it through my children, the same thing too. Another thing with him, when he was in there, um, uh, in prison, we went, we'd have the opportunity to go visit him. So for a year, we would make a three hour drive to go and visit him. So one day we're there. And when my boys were little, um, every night when they go to sleep, we would play for them CDs at the time, um, yeah. more, and it was called the peace of God. And that CD would play over and over in their rooms, each of their rooms. And that's how they went to sleep every night. And so my son, who is in prison, and we visit him and he said, when I can't sleep at night, those songs are what come back to me. And I'm able to go to sleep because of those songs. Aww. So, you know, I'm, I remember thinking, God, you love us so much that no matter what our circumstances are, no matter where we are, if we are literally in a prison cell. You were there to meet us. And it showed me, even through how a horrible situation that we had gone through, how much he loved my son. Yes. That he was there, that he ministered to him. And the time, the stories I could tell you are, are unbelievable of things that would happen to him. And it's wow. like, for me, it was all the things I'd gone through, the death of my father, going through a horrible divorce, going through this. You know, there are trials and tribulations that each of us go through. Yeah. But he is there in the midst of it, no matter how bad, no matter if your son is disobedient, no matter if your son is spending time in a prison cell. Mm -hmm. He's there and he cares about every need and he is there to envelop us. He is there to 
strengthen us. You know, my entire life, I have known nothing but going through trials, but coming out on the other side. Yeah. You know, the older that you get, you, you, you change, you experience things differently. Um, I'm going to say the last 18 years of my life, I've concentrated on the peace of God. I've concentrated on being enveloped in that, that I don't, I, I don't let circumstances get to me. I, I, I trust in God. So, you know, if, if things may be falling apart, you know, it may look bad, but I know where my help comes from. I know where my source is and it's God. He is right there in the midst of our, our circumstances. I thank God for the Holy Ghost. I can't imagine going through the things that I've gone through without the Holy Ghost. Right. You know, and I think about today, I was heavy on my heart, younger moms who struggle, who are going through things. You're at home. Not even moms of toddlers or moms of teens. It's, it's really no different because the, each time and each situation is, is there's times you don't want to do that. You're tired and you want to give up and you're not, you want to not be a mom for a few minutes. Yeah. Gives us grace. And, you know, even when it feels like you're giving up, you don't want to do this. He's there to reach out to, to, and he envelops us. I'm so grateful for that. I can't imagine going through life without knowing him. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, I, I no longer in the ministry per se, but my ministry has been so special because meeting people and that they see, uh, for instance, like say you're in a transaction and things are going wrong. And I've had people who aren't believers mm-hmm. and I've prayed with them and, and I've said, we were going to pray for this. Now the situation is going to turn around for your favor. Trust me, believe in God right now. He's going to work a miracle for you. I love it. Miracles happen. And it doesn't matter that it's a real estate transaction or we're sitting in a pew in church. He will meet us where we are. And I love that. I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for the training I have. I've had, I'm so grateful for growing up in a church where my mother loved God and served God and made that a priority in our life. Yeah. I am just so thankful for what I've been allowed to experience and, you know, I, I think about when I was going through a divorce, a lady, a minister, a minister's wife said to me, what you do right now is important for you and your children. At this moment on, the choices that you make, the decisions that you make, and your heart actions are what will form the rest of your life. You wow. have an opportunity to become a bitter person. But mm. if you make that change today to not, it will direct your life into a way that you can't comprehend that only he can do. And he did it. He did it for me because I endeavored to not be that person. I endeavored to not become bitter. I endeavored to keep my focus on God and the path and the direction he had for me and my children, because that was my priority. My children were my priority, making sure that they were taken care of, that they were brought through and that they learned to not blame God for things that happened, but to see that he brought us through. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just so thankful for the opportunities that I've had. I'm thankful for still, you know, I, I, I talked about in the book about going on a, a, a missions trip. Yes. My entire life I had wanted to do that. It was the most horrible thing in some ways in the natural. It, it was hot. I was sweaty. I stepped in poop one time. Oh. And just in the natural, was, it was not fun. You know, it, it's, I wasn't on vacation I was there to minister and that's exactly what we did. And I wouldn't trade that for anything. I have a couple opportunities that are working now to go to, and do that. And 
you know, that's, that's exciting to me. Like, so that's what motivates me. That's what's keeping my focus is because those opportunities, whether it be on a missions field in Tondo in the Philippines or sitting in a closing in Tulsa, Oklahoma, wherever it is, I'm open and I'm willing for him to use me no matter how. I'm, I'm just, I'm thankful and I'm excited for the future. Amen. Amen. What, I mean, what powerful nuggets, one after another, after another, I'm sitting here going, so I am, I'm so blessed. I'm literally just taking it all in. I'm like that, that's so good. Oh my goodness. That's so good. Um, and I know that there are women out there listening right now that you, that the Holy Spirit specifically put on your heart to speak to, um, regarding motherhood, regarding, um, just, you know, that the Holy Spirit is always there with us. We're in the middle of these seasons. So Missy, um, can you share with us a little bit about where your son is now and how, you know, tell us, tell us. Yeah, that. So it's interesting. He's in a good place now. My son is married and he has a little baby girl. Uh, his, his wife and I were talking about it today because his little girl, she's 16 months. And so I was blessed and had the opportunity to be in there. And so my daughter had a C-section. And so my son and I were the first to see him her, excuse me. And so when she came, they brought her in and my son said, she looks just like me. And she does. She looks just like him. You know, and God has, God is such a good and merciful God. Um, it's been so interesting to see my son will go and minister now. And he has opportunities to speak at, at places and he, he's, he's in a good place. And so, you know, I went through a period of time, we're talking two years of never sleeping settled, wondering if my son was going to come home, wondering if my son was dead somewhere, wondering what he was doing. You know, we lived like that for a period of two years. Wow. You know, it's so interesting to see how like going through a circumstance with him when he was in prison, we would talk every, every day that we were allowed to. Sometimes he was on lockdown for a week or two weeks and we had no communication, but he would call. And so during that time, it's so bizarre to think and to say a year of my son's life, I got to know him and develop that relationship with him. And he was a changed person It's becoming, none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. Um, But he had, he had the opportunity to see the faithfulness of God himself through the little things in his, uh, I mean, we could talk for two hours about just the mercy and the graciousness of God and how he spared him from situations and how he, you know, showed him he had a, he had a cellmate that was a gentleman my age who was very protective of my son. Wow. And so, you know, you, I, my prayer is no mother ever has to experience that. Right. But there will be mothers that do. Yes. Mothers that think that they will never have to, or would say that will never be me. And I pray that for, for those that it's not, even if it's something that you go through that your child struggles with drugs, because that's such a heartbreaking thing. Living mm-hmm. with our son was like living a death. We grieved him oh because he wasn't himself. He couldn't, there were times we were afraid because he wasn't in his right mind, mm-hmm. but I never gave up hope. I never lost trust and faith in God that he would bring him through. And he has done that, you know? And so for that, I'm so thankful Um, my boys got to experience so much, just seeing the goodness of people, the people that loved us, the people that not only prayed for us, but with us who supported Mm -hmm. us. And, you know, going through situations like that, my biggest pet peeve 
is when people are in circumstances like that and they say this side or that side, I endeavored that my children didn't see that, that, you know, a bad situation happened, but we're going to make the best of it. You know, I never talked bad, excuse me, in front of them concerning their father or other circumstances, because those were people that they loved. And so I, through a hard and horrible circumstance, did everything I could to make sure my kids saw that in a bad situation, God is so redemptive. He is there to help us, to guide us and bring us through. And that's exactly what he's done. And so um, for that, I will forever be thankful. That's awesome. Yeah. I just, I I wanted to bring that closure of that story, not because your story is highlighted on your son's testimony, but it's high. What's highlighted is God's goodness and his faithfulness in your life and how that, that one part of your story has been come full circle, you know, and God restores and redeems. And um, so if anyone is out there listening right now, and, you know, this is ringing true to you in some, in some way, I just, we hope and we pray that Missy's testimony here of God's redemptive power, um, even in her own life and his faithfulness. Yes. Because he has forgotten you. No, you, no matter what it is you're going through. And it may seem dire. It may seem as if it's the end. It may mm-hmm. seem impossible, but he is the God of possibility. He is That's the God right. that turns it around. Amen. He is the God that makes wrong right. Yes. So, right. you know, I, I've, I felt so strongly for mothers that feel hopeless and helpless that it's impossible. I've been there where mm-hmm. it felt impossible but you can't give up. You draw from what's been in you. And if there's not much in you, go find some. Spend that time in the word. Spend the time. If you didn't have that as your basis, build it now because it's what will bring your children through. But most importantly, as you said, it's what will bring you through. Yes. And you know, it is a redemptive story and God is a redemptive God and he cares about all of us on the same level through different reasons. He cares about each and every one of us. And I love that. Yeah, man. I love what you said too, in your book, in, in your chapter, you were talking about how you've always wanted to go on missions trips. Mm-hmm. And the first trip you took was when you were 50. Yes. So I just wanted to remind everyone, it's never too late. It's not something in your heart years ago. And you think, well, maybe he's forgotten, but he hasn't. There will be a time and there will be a place where that vision, that dream will come to pass. Yes, amen. And the same thing is true with your son. You could have said, oh my gosh, it's over. It's done. Yeah. He'll never have yeah. a future. But look what God did. He turned the story around and he restored his life. He oh, blessed yeah. him and he's pushed him forward now. And now your son is sitting there and ministering to people and sharing his story of God's goodness. Yeah. He graduated uh, from third year Rama Bible college so awesome so that's so both of my two biggest sons did so i'm very proud about that you praise be. god wow. beautiful and i just wanted to read i just wanted to end it on this scripture missy that you had talked about you said in ephesians 5 11, 14 through 17 you said that it came to you and you thought it was an odd scripture mm-hmm. and in the message bible it says don't waste your time on useless work Mere busy work, the barren pursuits of darkness, wake up from your sleep. Christ will show you the light. So watch your step, use your head, make the most of every chance you get. 
Mm. There are these are desperate times. Don't live carelessly, unthinkingly. Make sure you understand what the master wants. Yes. So amen. even in a dark moment, you wow. can you could maybe make the wrong decisions. You may give up. You may throw it all out the window. But the scripture is reminding you, no, no, no. Stay steadfast. Yes. Stay focused because God is going to turn it around. Yes. Amen. That's so, so powerful. I love your story, Missy. Yes. And we are so thrilled that you were able to share from your heart today because there's so many people out there that need it. And especially the fact that you're pinpointing mothers. Yeah. And the things that they go through with their children, not yeah. many people reach out to the mothers right. who are grieving and all they can see. Like you said, it was like a death. You are mourning wow. your son. Mm -hmm. There are many women out there like that. Yes. But God turned it around. He sees you. Amen. And he cares about you and he will bring you through. Amen. Missy, why don't you just say a prayer right now to okay. those that are listening? That'd be wonderful. Yeah. Father, we do thank you right now, Lord. We thank you that you are there in the room with that mother who is listening right now, even if she's crying, even if her heart is broken, because she may feel like she's not doing it right. She's not doing it all. She's not being the mother that she should be. I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you surround and encompass her with your love, your eternal love and great gratefulness we have to show in this right now in the middle of this father that you're speaking to her. You are enveloping her with your love and, and she is more than enough. She is the right mother, the perfect mother. I just thank, thank you, Lord, that you give her wisdom. I thank you, Father, that you give her direction for each of her child. They're different. They're all different. You have direction for each of them. I thank you right now that you show her that she will make it through, that she will do the things to train up the ch her child in the way that she should. I thank you, Lord, right now just for that peace, the peace that passes all understanding and that it encompasses her right now in the midst of her broken heart as she feels she doesn't know what to do. I thank you that you're surrounding her with wisdom. You're surrounding her with your love. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for that now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Missy. This has been such a great podcast, just full of rich nuggets. Wow. Uh, well, I'm just thankful that you both were obedient and led and listened to do this. And so I just believe that not just women, but men and women will be blessed from this in, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, for those of you that are watching, we are so glad that you did. We hope that the words that Missy spoke will uh, minister to your hearts, bring change and challenge you. Missy, where can they find you? The, those that would like to contact you or just okay. connect or follow you, where can they find you? So I'm on Facebook, Missy Pittman. Um, I'm on Instagram. I have a website. So for anyone that needs to buy or sell a home, or know someone that does in the Tulsa area, area I'd love to help. And my website is just uh, missyhagen.com. And so you can find a little bit of information on there. Um, but yes, feel free to reach out anytime. Any, anybody have questions or comments, I'd love to, to connect. And, and I'm here to help in any way that I can too. Amen. All right. Well, it was a great night. Thank you so much. And we'll see everyone later. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for Sorella Live. We pray that you have been empowered and encouraged. We'll see you next time for Sorella Live with the Cuoco Sisters.